0: Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we're going to move on now before we go back to Qatar to uh, talk about Morocco's um, journey to the semifinals of the FIFA World Cup. We just want to find out more about the Cheetah's participation now in this new um, Challenge Cup in uh, European Rugby. They had their first game this past weekend um, against the PAO. I think that's what they called and they won the cheaters the one by five the one by 21 points uh, to 16 there and we are joined on the line by the ceo ross van Rienen, uh, just to find out more about this new journey that uh, the cheaters are taking part in ross good evening and thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight on safm
1: good evening Spisa. how are you
0: no, i'm fine thanks you you must be delighted with the performance this past weekend
1: Oh, we're very, very happy, eh? You know, we've been uh, out of international competition in Europe for so long. We were kicked out of, uh, you know, out of Super uh, the, out of the Super 16 in uh, 2016, mm. then out of Pro 14 in 2019. And uh, yeah, now it's the first time we're back and we are so happy and uh, it is just so special for us. Yes. And, and, and what do you think you, you,
0: you can do here in this Challenge Cup? What's the objective?
1: I think the big thing uh, is for the players to get um, used to playing overseas again in totally different conditions. Um, you know, we played um, in Paul uh, against Sixth and Palouse, and they it was a lovely day, sunshine, um, and the field was dry, so that was fine. But the team is uh, arriving. In fact, they're in the air at the moment, and then they're landing in Milan, and then they'll arrive in Parma tonight. And it's very cold in Parma, where we play Scarlet's on Saturday afternoon. So that will be totally different. And I think that's going to be a new experience for the players, you know, to adapt and um, to get used to conditions that are totally different, uh, you know, to ours in South Africa. Mm.
0: And is it correct to say, um, Ross, that you will be
1: based in Europe for your for your games? Yeah, one of the conditions for us to, to play in the EPCR Challenge Cup was that we had to make uh parma our home base in um italy so so how it works is that we play paul in in uh, you know at, uh, at their home ground and, and um, then we play a reverse so we play next uh, this weekend we play scarlet mm. and then we come home and then we the 13th of january we come back again and then we play reverse in come and they will play us in home game which is in parma mm. And uh, then we'll play the scholars in Wales. Okay.
0: And and just this condition of you being based in, in, in Europe, where you left with no choice because of how you've been in the wilderness for the past few
1: years? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I was just so delighted when everything came together. We worked very hard behind the scenes. Mr. Yuru, the CEO of uh, of Sorry, helped us... Um, incredibly to to make this a reality and and everybody on the EPC also, Dominique McKay and um, Anthony Lepage. But for us, it 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 is just such a privilege and it's such an opportunity and we are just so thankful to be there.
0: But how was that time, though, in in this wilderness that we're talking about? How was it just being out of mainstream uh, uh, rugby, having been kicked out of super rugby? A lot of people didn't understand. I remember when we spoke to the president at the time, Mr. Farsta, he was also so gutted that, I mean, the cheaters were basically being left in no man's land.
1: Yeah, the big problem, uh, one, uh, you know, when something like this happens is that you lose your players. Mm. Because, you know, all the other, um, you know, the Stormers, the Sharks, the Lions and the Bulls, they all play internationally. So they can make, you know, how can I put it, relatively small offers to our players and they will move because then they get the opportunity to play international. And they want to play in Europe because they want the other clubs to see them. And of course, then they want to hopefully get a contract there. And they play for you know for for big money either Montpellier or Toulon or any of those uh, clubs over there, but um, but the isolation is 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 terrible. I must tell you, it is um, it is heartbreaking.
0: And and how did that affect you? Maybe with your sponsors or your corporate partners, then considering that you were not in these leagues that everybody was playing in.
1: Yeah, you know. Somebody quoted me one day and said, you know, that I'm really seeing the praises of Toyota. Mm. And Toyota's our main sponsor, as you know. And yeah. they've they've just extended their contract in April for another three years to 2025. And, you know, we we only heard run about, it was in late July, that we only heard that we're going, July, August, we're going to compete in the uh, EPCR Challenge Cup. And, and they've, just, they've just taken a view, you know, that they like us, they they like the free state. You know, people are buying Toyota, Hiluxes all over the place. And you, you drive it over there and all you do is Toyotas. <laughs> so, oh, it was wonderful. And, um, you know, we, it is such a great partnership from both sides. You know, it is it is just incredible, I must say. It is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful partnership and uh, and and we yeah and and we're very privileged to have a huge sponsor like that.
0: Yeah, for those who are just joining us, we're just speaking to the CEO of the Cheetahs, Ross van Drienen. They are back in, well, in the big time in European rugby. At least they're play, playing in the Challenge Cup now. Had a win in their first match against Power last weekend, and we're just catching up to find out how it's been and what the, um, and and how they're approaching this campaign. And having said that, Ross, having lost a couple of players, you are still able to keep the veterans there. Um, a uh, Frantz Stein, I mean, has stayed. He, Ruan Pinar has also stayed. How did you manage to keep those guys, or are they just tired of moving around?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, especially Ruan and France. You know, France took a view that he now wants to stay in Bloemfontein. And the same with, uh, with Ruan Pina. Um Robert Everson came back from uh, Montpellier, mm-hmm. and he decided, you know, to, to uh, base himself in Bloemfontein again with his family. And that is is a fantastic education because, you know, I think between Rouen and and France, they've played over 250 uh, international games. Uh, Between them, you know, with Ulster, Rouen at Ulster and, and later Montpellier as well, joining France at Montpellier. And France also played for Racing Metro. And, um, and they're a great inspiration to the young guys. I mean, France is at the back and he's a very verbal type of guy on the mm. field. So he tells the youngsters, you know, go here, go there, etc. And, and it's very intimidating, you know, to the, to the opponent. So so we're very happy to have those players in our side. Yeah.
0: But the big question that, that people have been asking, Ross, is why did the Cheetahs get the raw end of the stick? I mean, this whole process of SA Rugby.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is such a it's such a nearly um, want to say unfortunate scenario that arose, and it it basically stemmed from the fact that uh, uh, I think Ireland and a lot of the uh, you know the big the big unions in Europe only have four teams that play in the different uh, cu- in challenge cups, either the EPC or the Heineken or the URC Cup. Um, so the big thing for us is obviously now Bloomington sits in the middle of the country, mm. and they looked at the big metropoles and said, "But you know Johannesburg is huge. Okay, so we've got the Lions. Pretoria, has got a huge metropole, Okay, so we've got the Bulls. The same goes for Durban with the Sharks, and then obviously Cape Town and the Stormers. Yeah, you know we're just uh, sort of in the middle, and uh, and we, you know, we're feeding all the big unions with uh, with very very good players." I mean, you know, we've got the Great College there. Mm. We've got Shimlas, the Kofsis, and CUT. So, you know, people like to, or the the other unions like to come and pick um, our players uh, and give them the opportunity to play internationally. But I think we've proved something on Saturday where, you know, Paul has won five out of the six matches uh, in the top 14. And, uh, and we beat them regardless, uh, you know, whether it was a close win or not. But the fact is that, you know, we're back and, and we won. And this first win for me is just uh, vital, vital, vital to show, I think, Europe, you know, that we actually belong there. The Cheetahs belong in Europe.
0: Yeah, good to see the likes of Opamuhoja also bouncing back strongly. There, he's got a try yes, this past weekend. Yes,
1: and he plays fantastic rugby.
0: Huh? Yeah, fantastic rugby. But but with being kicked out of Super Rugby or being removed from Super Rugby, I don't know what the right word is. Would there have been any form of compensation then from SA Rugby for for the losses that you would have encountered?
1: No, you know, we actually got less and less money um, because of of the fact that um we're not playing international and that has put also put financial strain on the union. Um but I must say Israel has done a lot in the last five, six months, you know, to help us get back into the into the international arena. Mm. And uh we had a we had a, a little bit of an increase in our finances but we're still a long way to go. But again, you know, we've got good sponsors, we've got SA Breweries, we've got um, Coca-Cola, PowerAid, we've got um, Fidelity, uh, and obviously Toyota. So between all those, you know, we, we try to make the numbers work. Yeah
0: and and when it comes to maybe the development of the game in the region then does this not not affect it in any way because you've mentioned Grey Bloom so many talented youngsters that come out of there and we've seen many of them go to France now because maybe they look around and they say that the cheetahs were not playing in these high profile competitions and maybe now that you're back in Europe you can be attractive again I'm sure that's what also you're hoping for
1: Definitely and and we've started what uh, we started at the Yada Academy a couple of months ago and uh, and the key is then you know to build our pipeline. The model in the past has always been that uh, you know you buy 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 and just buy the best players and buy players from the Pumas or Criquets or wherever. Now at least you know even if we lose a number one, let's say scrummer from Great College, we can offer the number two or the number three an opportunity to study with us in the in the academy, and also from there you know uh, they have a pathway. To, to the you know through the cheetahs under 19 under 20 and cheetahs under 21 and then to the senior team we've already attracted uh, some some players from Gray college mm. and um, and and even the other schools Oakdale you know and all those places so and, and, and you'll see that our team you know they're quite a young budge uh, primarily but they're so keen and they've developed and for me that is the key is to develop the pipeline, Get the guys to come and play with us. We give them the opportunities to study and to get a qualification after they finish playing. And at least, you know, when they go back in the commercial world, you know, they have something to fall back on. And
0: where did you find this guy, Sia Masuku? see. Hey, oh, because we have got a knack of finding these fly ups I remember Kennedy Tsimba and the magic it did in Bloemfontein. Um, where did you find Sia Masuku?
1: Yeah, out of the blue, you know. This guy was, I think, with, with, uh, with uh, JF, uh, one of the schools in Bloemfontein. Bloomf- uh, and uh, we got him up, we got him to the Cheetahs, and he started to play under 19, then under 20. And uh, he just developed so fast. And, and he is pivotal to, to our whole match play in the back line as well. Mm. Very, very intelligent guy. Kicks well to the post, reads the game well very good on the attack. Very good on the attack. And, um, and the big thing is he gets our back line on the front foot, which is our strength. So, um, but our attacking game is not what it, what it should be, but it's getting a lot better. And just the, the decision to have Victor as captain? Uh, Victor Sikikete, you know, I've played lock. Uh, I've played in four finals, so, you know, and I've been a lock myself so this guy is just one of the top leaders in our team you know with, with a leadership team um, inside the team so to speak and victor you know just rose to the occasion in especially the last year you know with the with Currie cup we won nine Currie cup games in a row unfortunately we lost against pumas in the semi-final but victor has just proved to be a natural leader and he's well-spoken and Opa Mujer is now back. He's fit, you know, and they just make an incredible combination. But Victor is is an outstanding, outstanding player and outstanding leader. I'm very, very proud of him, I must say.
0: Okay. And okay, we're gonna as we wrap up now, you've just mentioned actually that you played in four final and you, you did win the curry cup with Free State, right, Ross?
1: Yes, yes, yeah. Back in the day in seventy six. Yeah. yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> you before, weren't born here. Before,
0: definitely before <laughs> our time. What's happening with the Curry Cup this season then?
1: Yeah, we're starting to play on the um, 11th of March. We'll start the Curry Cup season and we finish off on the 25th of June. And um, we are already in final stages that we are going to play, hopefully play against the Western Force in Perth. We're putting the final touches oh. to the contract uh, after the Currie Cup. So that will give us an opportunity to play two matches in Perth, for them to play two matches uh, here. And of course, you know, that will be part of uh, the 20, 2023 Toyota Challenge, mm-hmm. Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we, we also hope to attract either the Chiefs or the Hurricanes to, to join us in that tournament. We just had the Irish and uh, the national team of the USA playing in uh, the last um, Toyota Challenge, which was end of September till the third week in October, and it was a massive success. We had a lot of people in the stadium and uh, it just worked out very, very well.
0: Okay, great stuff. We've just got one more voice note before we we'll let you go. Uh, let's play the 0614104107. Okay.
1: Tabiso, good evening. Great show always with your team in studio. Good evening to your guest. It's Uncle JJ, the truck driver. I heard your guest Tabiso saying uh, they are getting uh, good sponsors like Coca-Cola and uh, so on, so on.
0: So my question is, are their players happy with also their salaries? Well, sometimes you get good sponsors but your players are getting na-na-na. so are his players happy with their salaries okay thanks for that uh, jj and you mentioned how grateful you were CEO to Toyota for standing with you uh, during this time and i think the question is then are you able to pay those salaries considering uh, that you've been out in the cold for the past few seasons
1: we're paying very good salaries at the moment, and uh, I think proof of that is that you know we haven't we haven't lost a lot of players. Unfortunately, we we lost um, Blomikis to the Western mm, Province. They I mean, that just made him an offer that you know we just simply couldn't match. And the same with Roscoe Spekman. But I mean, the core team, every single one, you know, we've we've re-signed them. You know, they they uh, have renewed their contracts for another at least two years some just to the next year. But the key is, you know, that um, the reality is that we just cannot compete financial wise with the likes of the bulls and the sharks with they've huge private equity holders. And this is one of my tasks is to get a, uh, you know, a strong private equity holder uh, with the cheetahs over and above our sponsors. Um, because that will just put the, the team on a, on a totally different level. And just finally, but then again, I, yeah, yes, go ahead. Sorry, again, you know, the key for me is to bring the young players through and build them up, and build a pipeline, which we never really had in the past. And for me, that is the most important thing. Is that and 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 you know, we see it now. We could see it with Paul, how our young players performed, how they came through, you know, how they adapted to circumstances. And um, it gets more and more difficult these days to, I think, you know, to get a good contract in South Africa. The competition is very, very fierce. But, uh, but yeah, to, to answer your question, I think they're happy. I mean, I, so far, I must say, and um, I know, I mean, they they are being paid well.
0: Okay, and I think they're just happy to be back on the field and playing against these top teams from Europe. And finally, how long is this arrangement in the Challenge Cup for?
1: We're playing uh, two games now in December. So we're playing them. Uh, we played Parma now on the home field, and then we played the Scarlets in uh, Parma. And then it's a reverse. Uh, where we play Pao in uh, Parma and um, the Scarlets in Wales in January. Then if we progress and we get into the round of 16, which we hope is going to happen, then we will play um, basically the whole of April. So we will, everybody will be based in Europe for that whole month, where we will then play the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So we're very, we're very keen to to firstly make sure that we get into the last round of 16. I said to the players, you know, when we said goodbye to them, and my words to them were: This is our World Cup. This is a huge opportunity that we got. And we must grab it with both hands. And this is our World Cup, is to get through these next four games. And uh, and as I said, the guys performed very well Saturday.
0: Wonderful. See, oh, thanks for the insight and for enlightening us. Uh, we are happy that the Cheetahs are back. The Cheetahs have a great history in South African rugby. And we think it's an injustice what happened in the past. But at least we can look forward now and you're off to a great start. And all the best for the rest of, this, of, of the matches.